Hello. Hi. Hey, how you doing? You feel, are you, are you tired? You talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little tired. All right. Come to think of it. Well, uh, we're going to wake up together. Let's what does that mean? <laughs> Cut! <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? I am good. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I'm real good, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, shows have been great lately. Been playing. Uh-huh. You know, uh, good bass stuff. Good ba- bass stuff. Bass level. Bass level. Bass level. Yeah, dude. You've been traveling. I've been traveling. Yeah, man. They've That's been traveling. Life. They've been everywhere. Yeah. They've been on our we're, Discord. We're, we're, we're pointing at the camera right now for the audio listeners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let me imagine me pointing at you. Mm. I like it. Big old fake point. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, dude, you, uh, you, were, you were traveling to a real cool place. Yeah. I got to play Bonnaroo. The Roo. The Roo. The Roo, um, dude. Which this will come out in a few weeks after, maybe a month after, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, we were we were woofing it, woofing uh, it. I don't even know if that's the right term to use. What do you mean? Uh, we camped. We like camp Lamped. camped. They've got the there camping. was not much glamorous. They've got the camping options, camped. right? They're doing that now. The yeah, festivals. I mean, but it's like ten thousand dollars. Ooh, baby, <laughs> chump change. We uh. We were in a vendor campsite. I think the artist campsite was full, and we were also like, "What? You know, the smallest name on the poster, which is which is great." Like, our yeah. Abby's name was like four lines down from Foo Fighters, so that's not a that's not a complaint at all. No, that's fun. But uh, yeah, we played two little showcases. Okay. Um, what stages? One of them was the Toyota Music Den, and one of them was the Who stage. And the Who stage is supposed to be Who's Next stage. You know, there were some like, I don't remember who all they listed. There were some big bands that uh, that have played that stage, gone on to have great careers. So that's kind of their their shtick. So this Toyota stage, where was that like a... It was technically called Outeroo, and so yeah. there's like once you leave the main part of the festival, there's just this tent city of where the general camping is, and it is enormous. Okay. Um, and in the middle of that is kind of this barn that's painted red with all these wacky eyes and tentacles oh, and crazy stuff. And we played after Paris Jackson. Who I didn't know who that was until someone later told me that that is Michael Jackson's daughter. Turned out, uh, and she covered a Pearl Jam song, which is she Even Flow, nice, which is like the typical one to cover. Sounded awesome. Cool. Um, she then, cool yes, nice. and then uh, so this is like a rocking thing. It's not just like a you know sitting around, buddy. It was louder than any show I've ever seen. Wow. Like all of them, like my watch was hitting 120. So it was like, hey, it was louder than any bar I've been in. Like I wore earplugs the entire weekend, dude. Hey, hold on. Side note: if you guys aren't carrying earplugs with you, it's the narcus. Dude, it's so lame, but it is so useful. Yeah, I I keep them in my, ba- in my bag. What kind do you have? Uh, dude, just a little orange just foam. Regular ones, yeah. Orange foam. I just. 
it saves my life, dude. Especially if you're going and seeing a show, like if you're in a festival weekend mm-hmm. like that, and you're watching somebody and playing like later or the next day mm-hmm. to give your ears that kind of treatment, mm, they're gonna thank you when you're older. Yeah, just normal life. I here, here's my tangent. I uh, let's do a tangent, then we'll get back to Bonnie. I, I have this little like leather pouch I bought off. Oh, of, you got it on you. Like, yeah, I always have earplugs on me. All literally always. When the car gets too loud, uh, man. So I mean. If I'm in a van and people are blasting music or something and I want to sleep, earplugs. I mean, if someone's listening to music too loud, earplugs. Yeah. yeah. And I don't have to be like a jerk about it because that's not fun to be that guy. But I bought the stupid little leather pouch off of like Etsy like like 10 years ago. Cool. And it's been with me forever. It's like aged really nice now, which is cool. <laughs> You'll appreciate this. I always have a drum key. Step one. Keep that I have a drum key. Me. I get asked for it too. People, people who know I have it mm, have an iPhone dongle. Good call. The iPhone headphone jack dongle. Are we going to pull out like one Advil? <laughs> no. I have a bunch of picks okay. of various sizes. I have a quarter inch to headphone adapter Fun. in there all the time. And, you know, we talk about it. My earplugs. Oh, you got the nice ones. Yeah. I do have, uh, I've bought, oh, wow, look, I have two quarter inch adapters. Um. I uh, use ear racers, earplugs. I really like them. I I wouldn't say like that some crazy fidelity whatever. It just the the minus nineteen ones. They're like forty dollars, so they're expensive. But I mean the minus nineteen filter ones. That's like just enough. That's just enough to have the full like concert experience. Not lose all the high end. Yeah. And then like earplugs overall, if you've never played a show with earplugs in, it takes considerable amount of mass to filter bass. Mm. So you actually put your earplugs in and you might hear your bass better. Interesting. So I've never done the wedge gig with with yeah. the earplugs. Yeah, I do. We do a lot of wedges. And so I have earplugs in and I get my mix where I want it with my earplugs in, which usually is just like acoustic guitar vocal. Um, nice. Zach plays drums with kind of a light touch, which I love. So I might also get a little bit of snare in the uh, nice. in the wedge, and that's all I need, dude. That yeah. my amp. So I don't have the fancy earplugs, but I like I do earplugs. Like, dude, I'll even take free ones. Yeah. A lot of shows are like starting to have them, especially yeah. like, if you're going to like dive bars, any concerts, whatever. Dude, it's so worth it to take them. I would then you like leave. to hear when I'm sixty. Yeah, that'd be sick. And I already have tinnitus. So like Oh man. He I, got that dog in I him. Got, yeah. <laughs> I got that ringing dog in me, man. <laughs> so I already hear it and so I'm like just extra Yeah. Extra careful. So there's the big earplug plug. It's an ear condom. Safe listening. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should Back to Roo. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. Okay, oh, so hey, out of Roo. She played Paris Jackson. Paris played a Manchester Orchestra song, Sick. which we were all like, is that Manchester? That sounds awesome. Then come to find out, she has a song with them, oh, nice. or at least with Fair singer dope. Andy. Yeah. Uh, and then she had like 4 million Instagram followers. And oh, everyone in the, the tent, cloud, dude. everyone in the tent knew who she was. And I was just like, doop, 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 doo. Oh, cool. Great set, huh? Pearl Jam cover. Love that. Sounded great. See ya. And then someone goes, Miss Jackson, would you like a water? Miss Jackson, would you like this? And she was like super cool, but I could, you're like, oh, there's like a this this is a person. Yeah, 
No, that's cool, dude. Yeah, she was so nice. Right on. Okay, so that's the outside stage. Good vibe. Yeah. Lots of people. Uh, Madison Cunningham, who I'm obsessed with her music, she played that stage the day before. We were in this whole, like, logistic nightmare where they didn't have all the passes for our cars yet. So I missed seeing AFI and Madison Cunningham and Black Midi, which teenage me missing afi was a big deal say that's tough dude uh that's tough that's okay we get to open for madison cunningham in like a month at the burl county fair very cool so that'll be awesome if you guys have not listened to madison cunningham i would highly highly uh implore you to Mm -hmm. very like beatles adjacent amazing production um just all around. Also, a great guitar player. She plays in these really weird tunings, so like you nice. can't really replicate it. Oh, perfect. Um, I love a good tuning. Yeah. So nice. it was great. Then we saw we saw, you know, a bunch of great people, but highlights were Wolfpeck, uh, Paramore, Foo Fighters, Kendrick Lamar kind of changed my life. That was one that it's like That's sick. Yeah, that's one that I I don't know if I'd ever like pay the amount of money required and travel the distance required to be able to see him right now yeah. in this era of his career. So it was great. I knew the words to like every song, and it really hyped us up. So that was awesome. That's it. Um, Remy Wolf was awesome. She's the best. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't get to see Colony House. Oh uh, no, Park. We, uh, I saw his set. <laughs> Uh, online. Oh yeah, they yeah. put it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I got to watch a good bit of his sets. That was cool. I DM'd him and said, uh, "Sorry, I missed your set." Or it's come, you know, something like that. And he said, "You're dead to me." So that was awesome. <laughs> He's dishing <laughs> him out. Uh oh, <laughs> tough, tough break. Uh oh, rest in peace. No, uh, dude, that's cool. Okay, yeah. so I think it's fun that you guys made the whole weekend of it. Sometimes, yeah. especially if you're not like routed somewhere else that weekend, it's nice that you can like stay yep. there, be there, make the friends, yep. do the thing. Especially, I mean, dude. How often are you going to get a free ticket to it? Yeah, I mean, not much. Le- we thought like maybe we get a day pass, but our management is great, and obviously saw the Tyler Childers crew. Got to hang out with them a little bit. Great um, shout out. Yeah, those are those are our homies, and um, so that was cool. And then I'm trying to think of other big highlights. Oh, how was catering? It was it was good. It was, it was good. Yeah. Kind of the same thing every day because I don't think they expected many artists to be there. Oh, to stay. Um, but it was very good. Um, the big thing with the Wolfpack thing, Corey Wong also played. Mm. Saw him kind of around, uh, you know, out and about, all that kind of stuff. Uh, did not say hey to him because he's a busy man. He's a busy uh, man. And I'd already seen him once before, but. They every year at Bonnaroo they have like a super jam that like one artist gets to oversee and unfair to him I think it was like a three hour super jam. Paramore started like right at the end of it, something Ooh. like that, or maybe it was Tyler. It was Tyler. I don't know, it was somebody big, and so like we knew Kate and I, my wife, we knew we could only see like half of it, whatever. But when I was backstage at that stage earlier that day, I saw. The Joe Dart bass on the stand where they put it on a stand and they walk up to it. Oh, that's fun. And I saw Corey's guitar on on the stand, like the playing stand. That's cool. So I knew that there was going to be like a secret Fearless Flyer set. And that's sick. Fearless Flyers are awesome. I, I like some of their stuff more than some of the Wolfpack stuff. Um, but the biggest thing I like is Nate Smith, drummer. Insane. Tank. Bucket list level drum. Him, Steve Jordan, Questlove, like all that ki- that kind of drumming is just like, oh, 
I it's, love it. It's awesome, dude. So it's wild. Yeah. So Kate and I went out there and we were just watching and you know, he's calling guests and he called most of the Wolfpack guys were kind of up. Um, I'm trying. Victor Wooten was out and about. I saw him. I didn't. Cool. I didn't get to see him in the Super Jam, but obviously when I saw him walking, I knew. Uh, Sierra Hull played mandolin to Fearless Flyers or something like that. It was amazing. Uh, Nate Smith came out, did his thing, and then Nate Smith and then Corey Wong's usual drummer, who's so good too. Um, they had two drum sets playing on stage at the same time. Theo Katzman ran up and shirtless and did uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. That's sick. Away. I mean, it was it was dude. The that's whole fun. place that's went fun. wild. And again, like you're in a you're in the tent and the space, the space on the lineup that it is. Like everyone there wanted to be there because they were having to miss somebody big. Yeah, and they just kept bringing out people. Kept bringing out. Uh, Hanson later came out, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um. That's I can't remember some of the... It was just like person after person. It was at least in the top three things I saw all week. And it was like hey, almost cool. impromptu set. Uh, I mean, they just played covers the whole time and people just walked up and played it with them. That's fun, So dude. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, amazing Bonnaroo experience. Now, some of you people, what you do for music by like camping and what you put your body through... I wish I loved music that much. <laughs> uh, I do. I do. Dude. But at the same time, like, I'm just so spoiled at That'd this point. But, like, it's so expensive. It's so far out there. Mm -hmm. You know, the stuff ends at 2 a.m. And then you get woken up by a generator at 6 a.m. Or, like, <laughs> using disgusting porta potties And, like, man, it's, like, music yeah. festivals are their own beast. And you can either do them so you or you it. don't. You gotta yeah. love it. I str I would rather see each of those people in their own venue, but you add all that together and you're like, that's probably more expensive anyway. Oh, it is. Especially if you're not in it's a big market. Undeniably more expensive. Yeah. So uh, Paramore surprise. Like I thought I was too cool for Paramore when I was a teenager, to be honest. Mm -mm. And then I got more and more into their newer stuff, mm -hmm. like where they did the '80s inspired album yes. and the newest album. I, I think is so good. Yes. Um, I didn't realize I, I knew all the songs anyway. I thought it was too cool. I liked death metal when I was a teenager. So uh, Dude, they've got hits. They were. They've got they hits. They command. Oh. Cheryl She's Crow. The best. Cheryl Crow. Is she the one that I saw a video of her like with a like a? She plays a hollow body bass. No, she had a, a uh, an accordion walking oh, through the yes, that's uh, walking yes. through the the festival. Cheryl Crow is an underrated, amazing bass player. She plays bass on a lot of stuff that's you would sick. never know, and it seems like they're always playing short scales before short scales were cool. Um, she plays one very similar to the the old K that I have. Oh, nice. Um, and then on stage it's like a Hagstrom or something. I don't know. And then the guy behind her that plays bass when she's playing acoustic guitar, it's a it's one of the short scale GNLs with like the music or the Ernie Ball type pickup in it. Oh, that's cool. It's it's yeah, Cheryl Crow. Like if you're not a fan of Cheryl Crow or if you haven't really given her a chance, like go back. Listen to especially the live stuff and the more rock and roll stuff. Um, but she just has a stage presence that sometimes you just have to see her live in the context of other bands to realize how like good and transcendent she can be on stage. So yeah, yeah, that was my Bonnaroo trip. Sorry Dude. for rambling, but oh no, just, that's you that's, see you that's see what the people so much. want. Man. Yeah, 
a great one again like if the ones that are kind of underrated is like uh a remy wolf if you haven't listened to her yet remy wolf she's awesome. she's a lot of fun um she did a live from electric Ladyland uh ep recently which you know if you like the studio rack kind of stuff like me and maybe less of the produced poppy stuff it's awesome so remy wolf um and then um amber mark amber mark was really good uh cool. she's kind of gone more poppy but she has a she has an ep that has the song monsoon on it and it's like uh, kind of like musically complex r&b got to see a little bit of jacob collier too which was great nice here's so. a, can i do my jacob collier impression he was great he was walking around he's the like smartest a, musician on earth but yeah he I was walking like around had this like pastel like easter sunday type suit on with flowers nice. sewed into uh, did, it did you meet him uh i mean we were in catering together nice. but i just i have a hard time saying hey we've shared a meal yeah no we did not <laughs> well i mean we were in the same room um to be honest, like most most of the times, those places are like really particular about catering, and uh, I, you know, I was lucky enough to get Kate a pass, my wife. Um, hey, that's great. But we could not get her into catering. We could get her into artist areas, ask, but not yeah. catering. So I was like, "Oh, there's Jacob Collier. Hey, can I have two orders of these chicken wings?" And then I'm like walking out with my arm full of food so I could give it to the give it to the wife. Dude, that's a. That's a good husband. Yeah. You're well, doing the right thing. They were doing that to us this last weekend. They were like, hey, your friends can come in. Like they were they were like you said, like a lot in all the artist areas, yeah. whatever, but they were like, if Not they kidding. take any of this orange chicken, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they get a slice of that banana You're pie. Off the bill. Mm. Get out of here. That is where we draw the line. Mm-mm. They can use the artist porta potties. Yep. They could drink the artist water, but mm. not this chicken wing, man. Mm-mm. Step back. They Which touch I that salad bar. So you know, help me God. <laughs> every everybody's got friends at festivals, and everybody no, wants I, to like it's totally true share. So and especially if you're not having to pay for it, I understand why they're stingy. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, lots of like, oh yeah, there's Jacob Collier. Oh yeah, there's Victor Wooten. That's the fun. Yeah, can I have two of these barbecue orders? <laughs> <laughs> That's I regret awesome. nothing. Good for you, man. And yeah. the, and your set on the uh, inside stage was good. Yep. Nice. Oh, so gear wise, I had an SVT for both of them. The first SVT went down uh, right before I started. What do you mean? Making some making some wacky noises uh, and through the thing or through the DI, through the amp. Because I had DI issues this last week. Well, I had my Noble. So, oh, you brought it. Oh, I brought my my pedal board. Yeah, dude. If I'm if I'm flying, I'm like, I'm bringing the bass. It's fine. If I'm flying. The noble is going somewhere. I don't care if I have to shove that thing up my butt and walk through the <laughs> airport. <laughs> That's another thing I probably shouldn't say, but they pull up the X ray and they're like, What, what is, is this? That? Like, good night. Ew. <laughs> but I need it for my tone. Dude, it is my one, like, it is coming with me. I, I would rather look, rent a that. bass and pay, play someone else's bass than go through another DI. Dude. I understand what you're saying. I don't know if you do. I do. I hear the love. <laughs> I hear the love and the respect, the reverence for the for the noble. Sure. I'm not going through the trouble of it's bringing okay. that thing. It's so small. I will pop small it off. Small is not the word I would no, use. No, I mean, like, it's even smaller than bringing a travel board. 
Yeah, I'm not you just saying- pop that thing off. I put it in my backpack. I carry it on, Mm-mm. and I go pop, and I'm good. No, that's great. I don't need anything in front of it. Yeah, if I if I if I don't have a choice, dude. I don't know. That thing uh, SVT always sounds good, so I just leave it be. Except when they <laughs> except when they blow up right before you play through. It didn't blow up. He was the guy was like, "Yeah, it's been doing something weird all day. Can we just like not?" And I'm like. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to give me a ton of bass in the monitors. And then there was like a weird EQ on my bass, so it sounded... The Yamaha, if you don't EQ it right, I would say maybe this is true for a jazz bass too or any two pickup bass. If you do something weird with like the like mid-mids, not the low mids, not the, like the mid-mids, if, if you scoop a little area right there, it gets this... scoop mids. <laughs> it, it gets this weird like... Almost sounds like a, a bad fretless bass. It gets like really anemic and like not clanky, but like honky. Ugh. I can't say these words. <laughs> it, it's, it's so my bass sounded like that in the monitor. Um, okay. And those are the ones like I try to like not turn up my amp and not, you know, heavily EQ after the sound guy gets it. But when I could tell the guy's not paying attention, mm. I'm about to twist some knobs, dude. I don't care who's around me. These knobs are getting twisted, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you know yeah. homeboy's on his phone the whole time and he's doing front of house and monitors from side stage with his phone up i don't know if i should be talking this much trash but you know he wasn't paying attention and we needed we needed some stuff during the show because it was like a line check and it was like even on the other stage it was literally you are not allowed to play a full song He's like, what do you need in your monitors? And we just kind of guess. And then we're like, all right, can we hit, you know, a chorus or something? He's like, you, I'm, you literally cannot play all together at once before the show. So had some really interesting policies. Um, with that being said, the PAs were so freaking loud. Like they had one stage that was quite a bit away. That was a literal rave with mm-hmm. lasers and stuff the whole time. But it's like, you know, two stages away is Fleet Foxes, and I'm trying to listen yeah. to Fleet Foxes, and they're like, you know, vocal harmonies and acoustic instruments and very dynamic, lots of really soft, tender moments. And you can just hear in the distance, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, you know? There's no way to get around that. So it happens, but yeah, you know, those, those are the parts of it that weren't super fun. My, my SVT the next day sounded amazing. Um... The SVT that blew up was a SVT VR, uh, which is interesting. I I don't think that's the that's not the u- newest Yamaha one, but it's like one before that. There was like a Heritage. There was there was the old school ones. Then they made the CL, which is a one channel instead of a two channel. Mm-hmm. That's the black one. That's like the backline standard. Okay. Um, the second day I was playing a CL, and I and I liked it. The CLs also have input gain and a master volume yes. where. The old school ones, it was just master volume, no input gain. So the thought process being that you could drive the preamp harder without necessarily having to go like crazy volume. Yeah, like going nuts. Um, but I like my SVTs clean, as clean as I can kind of stand it, which is why you know I need a really high watt SVT because I'm not mm. really going to push it into real distortion. I need I need that nice headroom. Um so the CL was great, great to have. You also had a CL this week, right? I did. You played what festival? Uh it was called Country Jam and it was in I Grand love that Country Jam. 
I can't ever keep them straight. All the berries. All the country festivals are called country something. Yeah. Country something. And I can't keep them in. I can't keep them straight at all. But uh, yeah, I flew out to Denver, drove like three and a half west. Grand Junction's like the last city in Colorado before you hit Utah. So it was fun. It's like super deserty, dry, dusty, like hot Beautiful. in the day. It's like 95 in the day, and then it'll, the sun will go down, and it gets to like 50. But it's like a dry heat? No. It is. Okay. It is. Uh, it's confusing. Like you get in the shade, and you're like, ooh, it did just cool off 20 degrees. It's a little chilly. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, super fun, man. It was a great time. Totally different, you know, kinds of crowds. It was it was fun. I uh, We were on the same type of... Uh, Who's next stage? Yeah. Uh, they call it, a lot of times you'll see it in country called Next from Nashville is, is a stage that I've played a bunch. So we were on that. Um, we uh, were like the last on that stage. So we got a really fun spot. Yeah. Uh, that's not, oh, it, and it was dark, right? It was dark. So that's the way the they were part. doing it, uh, and they tend to do, is like, especially the country festivals where there's not like a million stages. There's like a main stage, maybe one side stage and maybe next from Nashville. This one, there's only just the two. So it was just, it was the Nashville stage and the main stage. So did they, were you ever playing at the same time? Nope. That's perfect. And also since we were doing that, we were sound checking during, uh, whiskey Myers. This is, they're awesome. They're dude. They're halfway to rock and roll. They closed their set with like, uh, what's that CCR tune with the, everybody puts over helicopters. Fortunate Son. They closed with Fortunate Son. And it was awesome. It was really cool. They were really rock and roll. So we just got to, you know, we were playing full songs for soundcheck. No problem. Cool. Uh, there was a bunch of uh, weird stuff. I mean, we had like a full soundcheck in an hour, which is really, really nice. And a whole lot more than I'm usually afforded on these like backline gigs. Yeah. So, uh, dude, we just cranked it out. Uh, they had issues with a lot of stuff. So we kind of wasted a good bit of time, but... We are able to basically my SVT my SVT uh, the SVT was said uh, it was it was given this like weird buzz and not like a not like a ground lift buzz not like it was just a weird buzz like an RF thing no no I don't I don't even know how to describe it it just was. Like, it just is doing its thing, as they do. It happens sometimes. So they ended up taking me to a DI, splitting that, and taking that to the house. And so I had... Womp, womp. I know. So then that kind of foiled my whole plan of not bringing anything but a bass. But it still sounded fine. You wish you had that noble up your butt. No, I don't. It was not worth the hassle (laughs) of bringing anything else. Um, Because I was already running playback. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't need to waste all this time if I'm going to go set up playback. Uh, and my stuff. So I'm like, ah, plug the bass in. It'll Sounds be great. Like you need a rack noble. No. Uh, so <laughs> I, let's see, plug that in. Sounded great. I, I took my, I took my, uh, my flats P and it was the right oh. call for this gig. And I actually had cool. a really good time playing it. Uh, dude, I just been going more rounds lately, but both my rounds, uh, both my round P bases are like giving me fits, man. Uh, they're just, Weird, like, fret out issues. Um, Weird. Like, noise down low. I'm just like, ah, gosh. So, hmm. the 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 round wound P was was what I needed to be, like, like predictable. So right. The flat wound P. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, some hand. Which is on your Fender? Yep, your I've sun, got that on my Fender. Yeah, but, no, uh, it's it's black with, uh, like, the red tortoise pickguard. No sunburst, no burst. Oh, but it does have that nice maple uh, fretboard, so it's yeah. it's beautiful bass. Um, 
So yeah, I uh, really had a good set with this dude. The guy I played with is great. He's super talented. Um, he's like he's a country guy, but he's super modern, and he does a lot of like uh, like poppy two thousands covers. So he did okay. like dude. He closed his set with like uh, drops of Jupiter, which was oh, so nice. fun, dude. Yeah, but like one of his covers was like uh, Tennessee whiskey, and in the middle of that, it goes straight into Gravity, and it That's like good. That's good. It's kind Go of a on. match made in habit. Do you have a keys player? No, uh, okay. well, he so he'll play piano for some of his stuff. Cool, but he, dude, he makes his own tracks too. He's super talented, uh-huh. and he uh, he had some really nice stuff in the tracks and like little organs and pads and stuff. So totally cool. Um, man, had a great time. I got to see a lot of good people, and then right after we were done, I don't know if you're hip to it, well, not hip to him, but like into him. Cody Johnson played. Have you ever seen Cody Johnson heard his stuff? I swear I've heard the name around, but no, I don't. Oh, know. I, you've definitely heard of him. I mean, he's like he he. He's like self-described as like real country. Like he's from sure. Texas. He like has a ranch. He he does his own stuff on the ranch. He's very old school Texas country. Cool. Uh, he's got that song. Um, oh gosh, now you're saying it, I'm forgetting it. He's got a big smash. Oh yeah. Um, uh, if you got a chance, take it. Take away. You got a chance. That song. If you can, it, tell you can't. That's what it is. Tell you can't. It's you good. Can dance if you want to. And that's you the can one. Be. That's Cody Johnson. Uh, no, it's great. So we got to watch him and cool. did uh, super fun. We were kind of staying on this like little artist VIP section, and when you're backlining, you you it's the quickest teardown you'll ever have. You like, well, yeah, picked up the base. See you guys later. So, <laughs> let's go hang out more. It's it's so fun. So we uh, we went back and watched them from that little deck, and dude, like he gave his like whole band like solos or whatever, and he's got like a fiddle player who's phenomenal. His band's all been with him for like fifteen twenty years. Uh, steel player that was unbelievable. Like, dude, steel <laughs> player shredded. Over top of like uh, Inner Sandman, they would like do oh, these nice. band intros. They'd like play a little jam. They'd stop it, give the person like a solo, and then they'd come back to that like kind of theme. Well, bass player comes up, dude. He uh, he played that solo. Well, not the solo, but like the verse of like Aeroplane by by nice. uh, uh, Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. Yeah. And he, dude, he was on a Lakeland, like a five string Lakeland. Uh, and awesome. I think, and he is a Lakeland artist, so super cool. Uh, dude was crushing, it. and he like did the fleece dance too. And I was like, <laughs> if this is for anyone in the crowd, it's for me because I love that specific part, and I love flea, and I love that record, that uh, one hot minute record with Dave yeah. Navarro on guitar. So I was like, dude, so I underrated. Sent a, I sent a message. I was like, bro, dude, that that was like, per- it was perfect. It was awesome. So, dude, they crushed, and we got out of there, and it was fun. We actually did the, we didn't do hotels. We stayed in Airbnb. So, fun outside that. of the gig, it was just like a, it was a hang, dude, all yeah. weekend. It was great. Plus, I'm very pro Airbnb for band hangs. Dude, it, it was great, and he actually had some uh, family and some friends come meet us, and they were just hanging, so we were Sweet. playing cards. Uh, we got to play, uh, do you know what Euchre is? Our Midwest listeners know exactly what Euchre is. I feel like I've seen the logo in gas stations. Euchre? Maybe I'm thinking of... Uh, <laughs> it's a else. card game. It kind of sounds like Yonker, like the thing you spit up. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, it's a card game. So, uh, yeah, we got to, got to play a bunch of that. So that was nice. Right. There's there's just a different vibe. When you're in a hotel, there's not a good like common room. But then this, we were just all vibing. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. I'm talking, we drove 30 minutes off of a Colorado highway to get here. Nice. It was middle of nowhere. So all in all, great experience. Fun at Country Jam. Country Jam. Country Jam, dude. Uh, I was kind of telling Carson before this, but I got to stop. 
carrying that base on. It's too much of a hassle. Oh, yeah, Dude, on airplanes. We, we always talk about it, but there's this like sweet talk that you have to do with the gate and hope they're in the right mood because they just change Never what works. they're okay with and not okay with. So you walk yeah. up with it. 10 out of 10 times, they're going to look at you dead in the eyes and they're going to go, oh, that's not going to fit. And you're like, all right, what you have to do is, hey, can, can we try it? Like, can, we, can I like just see? And then like two out of 10 times, they'll be like, we have a coat closet, which 10 out of 10 times, they have a coat closet. Two yeah. out of 10 times, they'll let, they'll you, let use. you use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you tried the, I just, have, have we tried the strategy? I don't know if this would be better or worse. Slip them money. Well, uh, I was going to say that kidding. too. Yeah, Bribe I think them. we talked about it another. Uh, somebody did a video on like flying with a, with a bass or flying with guitars, and they say they always tip the baggage handlers. Oh yeah, we did talk about uh, that, which is cool. Uh, I, I will not try that. I'm. I would much rather them just gate check it. But what? A, well, I was thinking more like, what if you ask for every person's name you see touch it? Oh, they're not going to do that. Hey, can I have your name, please? The, I don't know. Like if they, they're really, if they're really, you know, just to put a little, like a little bit more skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Is is that? I don't think I care that much because it's fine. Like, what do you mean you don't care? Like, I'm never flying with something I care about that much, dude. All well, that's this your to first say, problem. I don't. We don't need to rehash the fly, but <laughs> I'm gonna buy that case and just start putting it under the plane and. It's too much. I, I, you yeah. know, you're beating everybody up in the airport. I'm smacking people in the TSA line with it. I'm like, it's just flopping around. So I'm done with it. I'm done. Flying to the base is so annoying. I, I this only time I'm envious of the drummer is when they're like, well, got oh, these got sticks, stick bags. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Even flying with a snare, I'm like, that's a cool looking bag, yeah. and it does fit over. <laughs> so yeah, dude, it, it was fun, but yeah, I just uh. I throw it with this SKB. I throw it under the plane. That's so cool. And um, the Lord will take it if it's her time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's a good, yeah, you have to be uh, accepting of its fate. It's got air tags in it. That's right. Oh, Uh, yeah. Hidden in it. I I air tagged everything I got. Um, And I will say that I have. I have not yet tried to do this with this big one. I'm actually prepared for a Chicago trip. It's like American Music Festival, something like that, um, in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to attempt to to take it on the plane. They're not going to let me, and that's okay because I'm. Yep. It's it's the biggest case I have for it, yeah. and they're going to throw it under the plane right there, unless they force me to put it under under the plane, which. I'm You're also, like, I'm going in there too. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with, in that case, in that SKB, I think I'm okay with that. But I think I'm still going to attempt to take it all the way to the plane. And then, because when they gate check it, it's waiting for you on the other side, well, usually. Sometimes they switched on me. I, I was right. telling Carson uh, on the way out, they did like the real gate check. And on the way back, they were like, it's going to pop out a baggage claim. It's going to spit out on the conveyor belt. And I was like, ah, gosh, there's nothing you can do about it. So you say, okay. What is your name? <laughs> can I Can give I get you your name thirty dollars to not do that? I heard if you scream, you'll have a better chance of getting it. Into- <laughs> like if you make me late for this Chick Fil A, this is my right as an American to take this. Uh, yo, you're done, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I will say we landed. Uh, back to the travel. We landed uh, in Nashville, and you, dude, I walked out of those doors, and I was hit with ninety five degrees and humidity, and I was mm-hmm. like. Uh, no, nope. this is horrible. No, nope. and it was like seven thirty at night, and nope. I'm like, dude, 
they gotta fix this. <laughs> somebody Get somebody to, to work on this. Turn the AC here. on, yeah. man. That place All gets those, so like, hot. You know, the Illuminati controlling the weather pattern. Let, let's let's make this a little better. Let's do a little, California's had good weather for too long. Let's Dude. let's do a little swap. Unreal. Well, yeah. All in all, good stuff. Now I'm taking this. Uh, this will be out by the time I've already gone. But I'm taking some weeks off. Me and the wife are going over to Europe. You again? Uh, so we're we're just doing the gotcha. rounds. World traveler. So uh, you won't hear from me for a while, podcast friends. But maybe I'll drop a line on the Discord if I uh, yeah. if I see a musician yeah, in the jump wild. In the Discord. Uh, it's just like you know, there's like six or seven of us, something like that. It's just, we hang out there, we chat. If you want to talk about pedals or something, where someone's around, uh, just like a fun little community that we can kind of control and try to, (laughs) try to have a nice vibe. You know, we can control the vibe. (laughs) We like to have the hand that raises and lowers. Right. Well, you know, I mean, you can't really, you know, you post on Reddit and sometimes you get some nice people or you post on talk base and sometimes you get some nice people, but sometimes you get some real stinkers and it's, you know, it could be a fun, kind of encouraging place to hang yeah. out. Um, so yeah, ju- jump in the Discord if if that link has expired. Just you know, send us a send message. Us a message we'll, yeah. s- we'll send you the new link. Um, yeah, hey, where you where you uh, what, what do you got planned here coming up? Gigs uh, other than like, I have that festival. Yeah, um, when's in that? Chicago. It's next weekend. Next weekend. Um, okay, and so then that's cool. Obviously, you've kind of mentioned your fall's pretty stacked. Yeah, we. I mean, the next thing after this is we get ready for all the Tyler Childers shows. Uh, I think we have like five, four, five, six shows. That'd be great. Opening for Tyler Childers. It's going to be amazing. Um, I'm trying to work on something. It's kind of been an inside joke. Well, so my last name being Childers, I'm not related to him, but there was a period of time and recently where I just get messages or people stop me in public or, and they're like, you related to Tyler, you related to Tyler, you related to, and, and every time it's like, no, not related. No, not really. Whatever. No and, uh, it, you know, it progressively gets worse the closer we get <laughs> to them, which obviously happy to do. Love those guys. Love his music. Love the whole team. It's amazing. This is not a real complaint, but I get, you know, uh, the mailman the other day delivered my mail, <laughs> handed it to me and goes, are you related to Tyler Childers? I said, no, I am not. So, it's kind of been an inside joke that, like, in my Instagram bio, I've had not related for, like, the last year as, like, the first line. Um, so I'm I'm working with a friend. I might have, like, some kind of guitar strap or something that I have okay. on the Tyler dates that has not related down it in, like, a really subtle way. That's funny. So we'll see if that actually happens. Nice. That's, that's That's my next thing. So that's the gear on the yeah, horizon yeah. then. Uh, the other thing, I got a temple board. I'm kind of putting together a nicer, more more tied down pedal board. I'm really happy with the temple stuff. Cool. I bought it used off a of reverb, and um, I'm not using currently at least the their like twist system plates that are in it. Yeah, really, I just like it, and and I stole this from my friend Jonathan. Um, I like it because it's it's like you know it's got like cheese board or whatever, like it's got holes all in it of various sizes. And so it's perfect for zip ties and cable paths and, you know, a lot better than like a pedal train with these big gaps that, yeah, you can move things around pretty easy, but it never looks tidy. 
Mm-hmm. So my goal for this is to is to look tidy and kind of have like an outer edge of the pedal board that's like always on, always in use, yeah. and then have another line of the pedal board that's like as we're sent stuff to review, as I'm sent stuff to audition yeah. or whatever, or fun pedals that I don't need for every gig, I'm going to kind of have an area that is planned to be flexible. For your ring modulator. <laughs> right. Um, because I think that's my issue with other like legit pedal boards with like custom cable links and all that. I never really give myself an area to just like freestyle because the only yeah. thing that's constant with me is change. Um, and a noble. Yeah, and a noble. Heck yeah, man. I will say the the new the secret weapon, the new secret weapon, and I have it hidden under the pedal board, is the 29 pedals Una Ooh. buffer. Ooh. Well, it's not technically a buffer. Ooh. They call it a line amplifier or something like that. Ooh. But it, it, it serves as a buffer. It's supposed to like condition your cable, whatever, long cable length, unbalanced, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all the stuff. I don't know what the heck it actually does, but you plug into it. It's got three sweetener switches if you want to add a little bit of like a a little bit more low end, a little bit more like a bright switch or harmonic booster. Um, and all of them are very subtle, very subtle. But nice. it's just like you you plug into it and you sound better. It sounds clearer. Sounds bigger. It just sounds like pure wonderful. Just, just better. I don't. Nice. I don't know how else, how else to describe it. I was playing my API thirty one twenty four preamp, like incredibly nice. Arguably one of the best preamps in the world. Maybe one of the best preamps you can get. Period. Playing it, and then I was, you know, I was going right into the DI in that API strip, and then I was like, what if I just put the unit in front of it just to see? You know, I've only got. 12 foot of unbalanced cable here and that would require me adding another cable to get into the di it's like let's just see if it sounds better sounded no, like i'm talking 15 to 20 percent better just pure right. pure my bass tone pure my bass tone so i if you're into i'm the kind of guy that would have like a big pedal board full of only utility pedals and nothing fun so i have to like watch myself in that regard but um I don't know, man. This is this is one that it's like it's Pretty a sweet. Bi- it's a big freaking deal. That's awesome, dude. Uh, it Good just feel. sounds better. So, well, I can't wait to hear it. We'll have to we'll have to demo that together. Yeah, I'd love to. Sweet, super tiny company, super nice guy. Been messaging him on Instagram. Another thing I like so you can hide it under the pedal board and it remembers if it's been switched on or off. Oh, that's cool. Um, so every time my pedal board powers up. You know, maybe I give it a look because, again, you know, maybe a cable or something hit it in the in the thing, but or in the case as I'm traveling. But most likely not. Like it's always been on, just like I left it. Nice. And so, um, that's awesome. I'm I'm a convert. They make an overdrive. I'd like to try one day. Nice. Uh, Twenty nine pedals. Twenty nine pedals. So, dude, yeah, Gear Horizon. Twenty nine red balloons. Gosh. <laughs> Gear that I'm looking at. Yeah. Dude, uh, probably another P-Base, tragically. Would this be three or four? I'm going to have to get rid of some, so hopefully the number stays the same. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see We'll see how that shakes out. Uh, you know what I've been getting ads for is those mono power supplies. Have you seen these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to check these out. They, they're a big deal. The, what's it called? Switching? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of replaced the Voodoo Labs I that everyone would have. I haven't seen Voodoo Labs in so long. Yeah, it's it's a new it's a new way of doing. It. I I guess I don't know enough about it. I'm gonna assume it's better, mm-hmm. but 
whether it is or not, to be able to fit one that flat yeah. under the cheapest Amazon board or the cheapest pedal train that's not like angled at all. Yeah, dude. For it to be able, that's a big freaking deal. Yeah, that's awesome. So, dude, yeah, I mean, I got that true tone. Are they just rebranded? What is it? Cokes, 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 uh, C I O K E S. I don't know. That was the first brand name to be doing these thin power supplies. Oh, I don't know. My Temple came with one. Oh, nice. But it's a Temple in collaboration with that nice. company. To me, it looks like a rebrand of, or like the same technology. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. Right now, I don't need a ton of power for my current baseboard. Well, when you I've bring always... a Noble, it'll power everything. Oh, yeah, true. That's totally true. <laughs> Hop in line, baby. Wait a year. Could be you. It's true. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, Noble. I love you. Uh, but yeah, very cool. We'll see. I'm traveling. He's traveling. We got good uh, stuff yeah. lined up. Hey, would you guys hit us up? Say hey to us, drop a line uh, in the comments, in our Instagrams, whatever. Thanks for listening. I say we get out of here, man. See ya. See ya. See ya.